This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. And the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man the moon. When you coming home, son, I don't know when. But we'll get together then, yeah. You know we'll have a good time then. Yeah, sorry guys. Sunrise, sunset. <laughs> I was waiting for some word swaps in there. Where's yeah. where's that at? I can't word swap, but I'm getting emotional. <laughs> you shouldn't word swap that song anyways. That is a sacred song. That's right. It's a sacred song. <laughs> Welcome to Make a Song, Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. Has Weird Al done that song? No, I don't think he has, actually. Once again, it's sacred. Well, that's why I was going to prove it wrong, actually, but right. I guess yeah, I maybe it, it is. is. Nothing yeah. is sacred with Weird Al. Exactly. What? I don't know. Uh, but uh, we want to thank you for your feedback that you gave us on our YouTube show. Uh, hopefully you subscribe to some new channels. I did follow up with Kent, and he did uh, actually subscribe to one of the channels I yeah. recommended. So. And I watched Rhett and Link as well. It's because I sent you guys like a dozen yeah. videos. I've watched a bit of Rhett and Link, so <laughs> yeah, thanks, that Joel. montage, honestly, eating gross food in those videos, like, yeah. that really appeals to I me still for some reason. I still have not gone to the montage, but it's so oh, but, but the Fallon, ep- Fallon clip was pretty great. Yeah, where they're, he, they're the, he literally the uses a scorpion as a chip to dip hummus but they've it's done, disgusting it, they've eaten scorpions no, before no, no. okay they've, they've done a lot of that before actually He's like no big deal i'll just eat this scorpion well, like and, what and actually jacob i was going to bring this up because uh i wanted to wait till the episode aired but i actually watched their youtube red series uh buddy system uh both seasons and i was going to do a video review of that on patreon so oh, nice look forward to that oh on patreon what a great segue thank Joel. you uh because uh I wanna, we want to give some shout outs Today, uh, we want to give a couple shout-outs to three different people. So our first shout-out here is to Autumn Gar. Autumn. Oh, it's Autumn. Autumum. Hey, Autumn. My, she is my natural-born enemy, actually. <laughs> Did you know that? Oh, wow. <laughs> my former neighbor. Uh, we miss you in the neighborhood and hope you're doing well. And uh, thanks for being a patron. I, I like you, Autumn. I think you're great, but man, we're enemies. <laughs> Do you remember like two years ago? No, we I don't know what you're about talking Batman about. Superman? Oh, this sounds kind of familiar. She may not remember this, but for some reason, I'm still holding on Was to it. Was that at Lagoon? No, 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 no. It, no, was, no. it was on Facebook. On Facebook. Media. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Next up we have Brandon Gehrig. Yeah, there Gehrig. we go. Gehrig. I think like I a... said that right, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Are you asking Brandon right now? Brandon, did I, did I say it right, Brandon? Well, there yeah. was somebody whose name was that? He's uh, Scott... Uh, Sprague. Sprague, Sprague right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I wanted to say it wrong. Well, and the I Bass felt really family. bad about that. Yeah, get, the Bass family. Got yeah. That right. And then finally this week we have Jill Reese, who I like to call Reese's Peace. <laughs> Jill, <Why? laughs> you like to call? Huh? <laughs> it's a pet name I have for her. This okay. is true. This is true. Reese's, I've met Jill before. Reese's what? Reese's piece, like Reese's pieces. Yeah, but why is she Reese's piece? Because she's one. She's one person. Reese's piece, huh? It, 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 can I not say that, Joel? Can we done. make this more awkward for him? Let's find a way. There's got to be a way. There's got to be. But we, we really do cool. appreciate your support. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, go to Patreon.com/slash/BaconSale. You'll learn a lot more about how you can support Bacon Sale and help keep the lights on here in the Bacon Cave. And also, uh, it's time, gentlemen. As you know, we had a deal that the first uh, oh, all the pay, anyone who signed up to be a patron before August first, yes. Uh, would get a song for them. And I've decided it's time now to unleash this song upon the world. I've spent some time working on it. Not enough, obviously, because it's terrible. Uh, Joel, would you like us to keep silence during this song? If you could just mute your mics, that'd be good. Okay, (laughs) done and done. But uh, I I also want to admit that I I wanted to make this song a little special. So I may have done some light 
social media stalking. <laughs> yeah, right. A little bit light. Just so I could figure out a little bit about these people. <laughs> special, huh? Yes. And <laughs> Not so, creepy, special. I'm going to do this song now here on the episode so everyone gets to hear it. But then also we're going to release a downloadable version on Patreon so that you can just get the audio file and, and listen to the song over and over again. And over and over. I don't know why you would. Kind of like that Rhett and Link song with the belly button that is now stuck in my head. Thank I you, Joel. I love that one. Yes. Oh my one. gosh, it's the worst. So uh, here we go. Here's the song for all the patrons that signed up before August 1st. Oh, I'm so excited. About to be immortalized in song, as they said. Seventy lines, about thirty-five patrons. Zachary Western is a friend who helps at time when Jacob's gone. Scott Sprague studies stats and science at the school of Brigham Young. Mary Cox has many opinions about the sexiest men alive. Misty Peterson's cover photo is her lovely family of five. I remember when I when I only had a family of five. Just so much simpler then. Sean Sanquist likes water sports. He's a cougar fan like me. Porter Evans likes Mormon memes, a special kind of blasphemy. Terry Finlay, she's so great, although she won't watch Doctor Who. Casey Smith watched Jurassic World. His favorite raptor is named Blue. Doesn't matter what you name it, Casey. It's still going to eat you. Devin Hansen's never tweeted, 14 people follow him. Jordan Miller has spent some time at Rio Tinto Stadium. David Kelly's in real estate, he has a crush on Spencer Cox. The other Spencer has no last name, but it's okay, he still rocks. Seriously, which Spencer are you, Spencer? Adrian Gray, the listener. Let's see how long her reign will last. Greg Pascal enjoys new music. Go and check out his podcast. Ryan Farron and his wife wear merch they purchased from our store. Jeff Smith taught some Russian to some elders. Helped them out the door. Gavrita Paruski, Yasna Toko Frazo, Jennifer Stoddard got the first button that said Podbash on the front. Rachel Carlson's friends with Abe, a Potterhead, an accountant. Spencer Larson hikes outdoors. He's ready for the apocalypse. Drew Cutler is a mystery. Who knows which accounts are his? I'm guessing Hopper, Simon West, Bent Bunn, Roger Ebert's corpse, and Jacob Rogers. Steve Hamilton likes gaming things. Nathan Drake could beat them all. Travis Shields supports the Dodgers. Kent, that's a team that plays baseball. Nicole D. Hill's a ghost assassin. She likes her penguins and her knights. Sean Purdy enjoys TV shows like The Simpsons and Last Week Tonight. I hear Sean's also friends with front row Joe at Cinemark. Remember him? Jordy Carroll has a beard that flows beneath his paintball mask. Kelsey Watts has a YouTube channel. She does painting with time-lapse. Nicole Yazzie says she's a nerd and Zelda is her game of choice. Chris Anderson lurks on the web and one day we may hear her voice. Or his voice. I'm not quite sure. I couldn't find a confirmed profile on that one. Sorry, Chris. 
Joshua Barton tried the creeping pinky, and he claims it did the trick. Stephen Ross shoots guns and likes to play with Nerf and Lego bricks. Angela Hammond's a Utah fan, her pictures are all crimson red. Rachel Crump and her man Adam enjoy Jane Austen and better off dead. Well, maybe Rachel likes those more. I don't think Adam has a Facebook account. In fact, I don't even think he knows he's a bacon cell patron. Well, I guess he does now. Alicia Bass knows all there is to know about the silhouette. Drew Kimball hangs with Chip and Dale. He is a dad and he's brunette. Steve Hansen has much to say about how all our views are skewed. To all these patrons, we want to give our heartfelt, sincere gratitude. 70 lines, about 35 patrons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one uh, take, one take, one take. That's one take, Hilton, right you there. You want to do it a couple more times? No, just for that fun? was exhausting. <laughs> Unbelievable. I am so proud of you right now. I, am I don't too. know if it's for like the talking, the way you did it in one take, or the stalking. There was a lot of stalking. Uh, a By lot the of way, stalking involved. Roger Ebert's corpse is not Drew. It's not? No, it's somebody else. Aww. But what about Jacob Rogers? That's him. That's unknown. <laughs> unknown. <laughs> unknown at this time. Honestly, so Joel, go. thank you for doing that. I hope you patrons really enjoyed that. And like you said, we'll pull that out. We'll have it downloadable so you can have just that part and don't have to listen to the entire episode. Because uh, what are we talking about today, Jacob? Me. <laughs> sort of we, Finally. I feel hey. bad we've been on the air for like I don't know like 10 minutes already and we haven't even acknowledged our guest well we're about to aren't we we should we're gonna be talking about parenting and who better to bring on to discuss parenting and uh, to teach me the ways the the ropes as it were we have Abe Yosby. Abe Yosby. Thank you very much you Good remember here, Abe thank from, you Abe you remember Abe from episode 52 of Bacon Sale back on April 2016, a conversation with a Twitter committee, comedian. Wow. Uh, we were so much... That's the thing is we like to bring our guests on once every two years, I think is what it is. Is that kind of the average? That seems like it. Well, here's the thing. I think we're bringing Abe back on because, well, we've had a lot of guests over the years and uh, none of them, after being on our show, listen to the show. <laughs> Abe, I wish I had an award for you. I'm going to make you a diploma or something because you were the only guest who actually listens to the show. I can't believe that. <laughs> well, that, well, well I can't. That's but, true, actually. Well, it's more like he's the only one that listens and interacts. Because some yes. of the other guests may listen, but just not interact. No, I'm never calling them out right now. Well, what about Emily? Uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, Emily doesn't listen. She doesn't listen anymore. She doesn't? No. Seems like she just does. Just you, Abe. <laughs> I'm honored. I'm honored. Uh, if any Thank guests you. are out there who are listening, let us know that you're still listening by commenting on Facebook and Twitter. Actually, uh, uh, Nerdy Blackbird still. Oh, that's true. She likes things on Facebook, on Instagram. Yeah, give her time. That was like two months ago. Yeah. Give her time to, you know, we'll soil it for her. Yeah. So, yes, Abe, we appreciate you listening to our show. And we appreciate you agreeing to come back on and to submit yourself to the bioscanners to get here in the Bacon Cave. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yep. Yeah. By the way, we yeah. know it was awkward. You signed the NDA. Please do not talk about this place afterwards. <laughs> yeah. And sorry we had to do the chemical test on your hands and feet. That was weird it's, for all of us, but it's the necessary. The chemical test was just the rub that you did on his feet, right? Yeah, but yeah. it was for science. I don't safety. know why we're wasting time science with this. And let's let's move on. Because we brought Abe in today because, uh, as we mentioned on the previous episode, Jacob is a brand new dad. Woo-hoo! Congratulations, Jacob. Yay. How's that going, by the way? It is so it is so fun, honestly. What's it's the delightful. weirdest thing about being a dad that you, that you didn't expect? Is there something that comes to mind? Oh my gosh. So a friend of mine said this to me. Is He said, it might be a little too soon, but tell me, does it feel like she's just always been in your family? And I hadn't ever, I'd never heard that before, but apparently it's like a thing people say. And I was like, whoa, like, that's weird. Like yeah. I, I had that experience. It was like, whoa, she's like always been here. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? Like she's not even been alive three weeks yet. So I'm not sure how that came about, but yeah, but congratulations on being a dad. And, uh, 
get ready because there's a lot that's going to happen. And nah, so, it's going to oh, be real I think easy. I think we're going to help you out. We're going to give you a leg up. And that's why we brought Abe in because, well, he's kind of like a professional dad. Yeah. Can we say? Well, Abe, can I say that? He's an award winning parenting tweet tweeter. Hold you on. can say that. Yeah. I think that's actually what it says on his title. Like, <laughs> it's it's the one he's got above card? his bed at home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for those, I was going to say for those that uh, didn't listen to the conversation with the Twitter Twitter comedian, uh, Abe, you want to just introduce yourself real briefly? Sure. I'm Abe. Uh, I'm a principal. This is my first year being a principal. Yeah. I drew. The, I, I grew this handlebar handlebar mustache for Looks this nice. occasion. It's really like handsome. It, it really is. Thank you. Thank you. Well, and we're just all jealousy. Well, we had Abe back on uh, back two years ago. He only had twenty-seven followers, and now he's currently <laughs> <to over, laughs> twenty-seven thousand followers back then. And now he has over 35,000. 35, I thought so, you were going to say we yeah. were to credit for his twenty-seven. That's what to 35, I thought. That's what you're say. <laughs> well, it's because of his appearance. I think on sure. here. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I wanted to follow up on something because last time you were on the show, Abe, you mentioned that you did not have a cell phone, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that if you ever became a principal, they would force you to have one. Yes. Yes. I have, have a Samsung. Phone. I tried. S4? I don't know what S4. <laughs> I just <laughs> like 2012. <laughs> but S4 you have thing? a cell phone now. Yes, yes, You've given yes. into the digital age. Yeah. But and you don't know what it is yet, though. No, just I don't. A, it's a Samsung. Like, I went to the store. I'm like, I want a phone. <laughs> no, this one's $2,000. He didn't even go to one. the counter. He just stood there in the middle of Best Buy, just like, bring me a phone. <laughs> I thought that's how you did it. I yeah, thought that's how it worked. Exactly. Sure. How is it, though, having a, a phone now? Oh, it's terrible. People, yeah? people try to get a hold of me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it's what awful. you said last time. Like, why don't you have a phone? Because then people would call me, is what you said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great. Yeah. yeah. But so we bring you in here because your tweets have literally won awards uh, from various institutions, correct? Right, yes. So but, Huffington Post was one I remember gave you an award. Right. Uh, yeah, brag a little bit. What? Well, there's Huffington Post, Babbel. I've Babel. received Babbel which is like Disney's version of their uh, parenting site. Nice. So Disney owns it. They've, they've, I'm always on their list of best, but mostly Huffington Post. Yeah. Yeah. And they do it fairly regularly. He he appears on these tweets and I see because he retweets them and says, Hey, I'm on this. So it's always cool to see. Yeah. Uh, And so he's brought some of his, his award winning tweets along with some tips for Jacob here. So, it's going to be uh, a lot of uh, us kind of just uh, give throwing advice. We'll, we'll try Jacob. not to make it too cheesy because being all parents, we don't want to you know leave anyone out. We want to make it as funny as possible. We do, but also we know that uh, SEO wise, parenting podcasts get a lot of listens, <laughs> mm. which is why we're here to announce Bacon Cells Now, a parenting podcast. Totally, that's what <laughs> we're all right. here on out. Yeah. That's why we have actually true crime parenting podcast. True crime. Together, true crime. I was going to say the people that tuned into this episode because they saw parenting on it are going to listen to the first ten minutes and be like, they haven't even got to parent. Yet. <laughs> right. But your song, though. But you have a song. Yeah. Well, they're, they're not going to be entertained by that. Yes, they will. But let's get to our tips. I don't even know that there are parenting podcasts. Oh, there's a ton out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Mommy a thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> questions. <gasps> okay, here's the thing. Abe, you were here a couple years back, and we did a, we had a few Versus shows back then, so we asked you some of the questions, and I think some random ones as well. Yes, there were some that we don't include anymore. Now we have an official list that we ask our guests whenever they come so, on. So, Joel, I mean, we've taken our time getting here, but could you ask the first few pretty quick? But I want to make sure Abe gets the total treatment here. All right, so here's the lightning round of questions. Nice. So once again, even if you don't have an opinion, feel free to give an answer. <sighs> okay. Just like politics. I'm All ready. Right. I'm ready. Which is better, Karate Kid 1 or Karate Kid 2? Okay, so in Karate Kid 2, that's the one where they chop the big giant piece of wood in half with one karate chop to save a guy's life, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, Karate Kid 2. Yeah. (laughs) Which is worse, Star Wars Episode 1 or Star Wars Episode 2? Oh, my goodness. 2 is the one with the scene with the sand. Yes. 
Yeah, two. All right, there we go. Okay. <laughs> they also chopped the sand in half to save somebody. Uh, do you rate your movies using stars or letter grades? I go stars. Okay. Yeah. Which is the more America movie, Rocky Four or Independence Day? I don't, did you do that one last time? I think I did. I okay. think I said Rocky Four because of the boxers. Okay. Right? Yeah. There the are boxers. boxers. Oh, right. Yeah. The America boxers. The boxers, yeah. the boxer yeah. shorts or the boxer fighters? The shorts. Okay. The shorts. Sure. Yeah. The boxer shorts. There's no boxer shorts in Independence Day, right? They, uh, actually, actually Will when Smith. Will Smith walks yeah, out, yeah, they yeah. <laughs> but they don't have the flag on them. It's actually communist China. Man, they should have. Yeah. Is Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Halloween? Yeah. Good question. Buffy or X-Files? Oh, I never watched Buffy. So X-Files? Yeah, X-Files. When I hear your Buffy episodes, I kind of fast forward. Abe, I'm going to take back that piece of paper. (laughs) Uh, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars? I'm a Lord of the Rings all the way. Which movie is more Christmassy, Die Hard or Lethal Weapon? I also never, this is crazy, I've never watched Lethal Weapon. Really? Never. Oh, wow. So good. Yeah, Yeah, so when you were talking about the... uh, Martin Riggs. Yeah, Martin yeah. Riggs. I had no idea who you were talking he about. He made it really far, far in the yeah. bracket. Yeah. Yeah. Way too far. <laughs> <laughs> did he? So, so are you going to say that? Yeah, maybe he did. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Phantom of the Opera or Les Miserables? Ooh, I just went and saw Les Miserables done by a bunch of 12 year olds it was terrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah but not that version <laughs> yeah Phantom go, go with that version 12 year olds <laughs> I think the music's better in Les Mis okay yeah. and then finally Labyrinth or Never Ending Story Never, I was a huge Never Ending Story fan yeah. huge it's I a good movie I but I think you're definitely siding with Kent on these. On yeah. most of them. Thank most. you, Abe. You will be back time. in two Minus years Buffy. in about four months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes yes. us think you might like Buffy because those are all Kent's yes, sides and everything it. else. Yeah. It's actually yeah. pretty good. I'm, I'm not against it, but. No. Yeah. All good. I mean, if you want to go back to, what, 1997 and watch a show, I guess. Take it easy. <laughs> I was Jeez. just saying. That's just a long time ago. Judging Take us over hating. here. Hating. How's Gallivant treating you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Abe, let's jump into it. Uh, Give us uh, the first tweets or advice or however you want to formulate this. Okay, so here's the first tweet, and then I'll tell you the tip that goes with the tweet. Say that 10 times fast. Yes. (laughs) Tip with the tweet, yeah. This is going to be harder than I thought. So here's the first uh, parenting tip. Sometimes I say, nice job to my kids. When really they just did an adequate job. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually very true to parenting. Yeah. yeah. You mean like putting bad pictures up on the fridge that they drew and you're like, yeah, yeah. okay, good job. Oh, you yeah. say it all the time, yeah. don't you? So, and that's so what's like, the principle behind yeah, what's this? what's the principle behind this? Oh, yes. Uh, principle. Build, build up your kid's confidence. Okay. By lying to okay. them? Yeah. That's good. So lie to my children. Okay, hold on. Let me get my notebook. Well, and I... <laughs> lie I, to my children. Got it's it. not a lie. It's just, you know, kind of inflating the truth, maybe. Because you will. You say, oh, great job, bud. Because for them, it's a good job, even if it's, you know, not the greatest drawing in the world. But I actually had a coworker one time who I was, I was sitting next to him. We were giving feedback to another coworker. Mm-hmm. And I said something like, you know, you did good work here. Let's work on this and this and this. And then... They went out, and then the person I was with turned to me and said, why did you tell them they did good? That work was horrendous. That work was not any good at all. I know, I know who you're imitating. <laughs> and I went, well, I was telling them it was good. I didn't tell them it was great. It's like, ah, I get it. So good isn't necessarily good. And I'm like, okay, we'll go with that. You're like, okay. It's, it's a compliment crazy. sandwich, right? Well, it's that more, yeah, you, you compliment sandwich. You put a, some praise at the beginning, then some constructive criticism, then you end with some praise, and people walk out feeling good and like they want to change instead of saying like, this is horrible, this is horrendous, and then they just don't want to care. Well, it's just kind of psychology, right? And yeah. maybe just, Abe, as a little bit of background, you have sons, right? You yes, have three sons. three sons. Yes. What are the age ranges? Oh, so I have a seven-year-old, okay. a 12-year-old, and a 16-year-old. The wow. idea behind it was to have kids every 
have a kid every six years, <laughs> exactly. them out, wow. and then they would get along beautifully. But that did not turn out the didn't way. It wait, was out. this the plan for real? Yeah, it really was. We thought they'd, they'd just be like caretakers for each other. Yeah. They'd watch over each other. They could babysit. The older ones could babysit the younger that, ones. That seems logical. Why you're did that like work? The, you're the anti-Joel, I think. <laughs> Every yeah. six months, which <laughs> is weird. Much. Yeah. How does I she do it? We don't know. Works, but. So that was, the, that was the plan. But we have a we, middle kid that mm-hmm. threw a, a okay, wrench right, right, right. into that plan. Because you'll learn each of your kids are unique. Yes. And sometimes your plans don't go as well as you thought because he's not the easiest to get along with. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully he doesn't listen. Yeah. Well, sometimes. sometimes. You bring up a good point, though. It is like each kid is unique because one of my kids I could talk to and I could could really dig into and just be like, you know, how dare you? Why would you do this? You can't, you know, da, 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 da. And they'll just be like, sorry. And then, you know, they're fine. Whereas I give one of my daughters a look and she'll just burst in tears. Like I wouldn't have to yeah. do anything. So I had to be very kind of gentle with her. Whereas my son, I just dig into sometimes. <laughs> <sighs> but then you say, good job. Good yeah, job. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good job. Yeah. Head. yeah. After that. Yeah. So. And if you have kids that play sports, I've mm-hmm. read this in many, many places. The only thing that you're supposed to tell them after a game after they play a game and you've watched, is, mm-hmm. I really enjoy watching you play. You're not supposed to give them any feedback at all. <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you hear that? This is like in parenting magazines. But I've why? Read. Why can't you say, hey, you did good here, you did good there? Like, why do you say, I really enjoyed well, that, watching that you? Well, that makes sense, actually. Yeah, you're not, Ken Ken not lying. Then they think you're not going to approve of them unless they do good every time. I guess, mm-hmm. but right? at the same time, yeah. Ken, says, yeah. Ken says that to every one of his dates, is I enjoyed watching you, and they just get creeped out. <laughs> Before it's, this, Dave. <laughs> it's worked really well Actually, for him. I, I, so I saw a movie a couple of years ago that really taught me a parenting method. That, you're whiplash, uh, aren't it's you? It's whiplash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you yeah. Knew I, was going I knew you were going there. <laughs> the good job are the two worst words in the English language. The most uh-huh. destructive words yes. in the English language are good, good job. job. I'm, J. I'm J.K. Simmons as a parent. He's a villain in that movie. Ken. Is he, Joel? Yes. <laughs> Is Unabashedly, he? Uh, undoubtedly, no. yes. All right, what do we got next? All right, parenting tip number two. I always yell... I will turn this car around when I have to do a U-turn. <laughs> Every time I do a U-turn. Hey, at least you I fulfilled on the threat, right? Right, yes. Yeah. So no. that, that's the tip. Empty threats never work. Follow yes. threats. Yeah. And it's true. Now, now I, want, I do want to ask a question. Have you guys ever, one, threatened, I will turn this car around, or two, actually turned the car around because the kids have been bad? I See, did it yesterday. She just would baby. not listen. <laughs> See, I, I say that, but I always give them like seven chances. Sometimes <laughs> I don't say turn around. I'll just say I'm going to pull over. And I say it in a stern voice. Like, I'm going to pull over. And then one of them starts crying. And I'm, then, I'm going to pull over or I'm in a pullover. Y- yes. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm getting pulled over. Yeah. That too. Is that it? Mm-hmm. That actually is like really good advice though. And it's, uh, my, my dad uh, brought this book up to our attention. It's called Children the Challenge and he swears by it. And it's one of the books, one of the things they talk about in there is uh, don't swat flies and don't make empty, empty threats. Because swatting flies, essentially you keep saying, stop it, stop it stop it, stop it. And you don't have no follow through. Right. That's going to end up biting you in the butt. And also with the, like you said, threats, it's like, I try to not make a, a, a threat unless I'm going to follow through. And I've had times when I, I there was one time, man, I really my, want an example. Yeah. Like my son, one time I said, you are not leaving the table until you finish that. And I said it. And then I went, I'm going to have to stay here with him the whole time. Yeah. So then I had to sit there for, I think it was like an hour at the table waiting for him to finally take that last bite. And I was like, I've made the threat. I can't back down now. 
So it's, I'm always very cautious about what kind of threats I give my kids. Mm-hmm. So Abe, I have to ask you this because I need some advice here. Like my girls will have, be playing a video game and I'll say five more minutes, five more minutes. We got to be done. And I'll really give them about 17 minutes. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. you know, yeah. like, that just screws with their perception of time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Is that okay to do or do you need to be like five minutes and only five minutes and maybe a two minute warning? Oh, my wife's way better than I am at this. She will do the five minutes. She'll grab it. If okay. Like for me, it's all about laziness. If they're being good. <laughs> right. Uh, if they're being quiet and yeah, good yeah. and not hurting each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. In, in my, in my, in our household, the five minutes I've learned that if I tell my kids time to go pack up, they'll whine and complain and, you know, kind of get angry. Right. Especially with their other cousins. But then if I say five minutes and we're leaving, then when I say time to go, no matter how long it's been, they've been prepped. So as long as I prep them that we're leaving, the leaving is much more uh, smooth. So you need to give mm-hmm. the threat. Well, it's not a threat, even. It's more of a prep. But it's a warning. It's, it's, it's more of like, okay. hey, we're leaving in five minutes, but five minutes is relative. Like, it's not like an exact time. Yeah, kids are dumb. They have no concept of time. <laughs> <laughs> My son got a watch. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst mistake you made. Right yeah, now. Exactly. Don't give your kid a watch. <laughs> That's the tip. That's the third tip, right? <laughs> <laughs> This is going well. What's the next one? Never do anything fun with your kids ever. They will. Is this advice or a tweet? Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. here's the the parenting tip. Okay, Uh, this is the tip. Tip three: Never do anything fun with your kids ever. They will never stop bothering you about wanting to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) For example. And by the way, we keep cutting you off. So please, if you have stories, you go to Disneyland once. They're going to bother you about going to Disneyland for the rest of their childhood. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's why my kids have never been. <laughs> oh, they haven't? Not yet. Who can afford that with I all your know, kids? Seriously. No, but even something You'd simple. You have to win the lottery. You have to just rent out that. the park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like for me, it's like, well, let's go to do the Treehouse Museum, which uh-huh. is up in Ogden. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the kids enjoy it. If, as an adult, it's one of the worst places you could go to because you're spending $7 mm-hmm. to go to this place where you just walk around and you're bored. And it, because it's fun for them. They ask to go like every other week. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, we're not going back. At best, we're going to Kangaroo Zoo. Because you can enjoy Kangaroo wait, Zoo as an adult. Wait, that's, that's like the step down from Triage Museum. Oh, you're getting Kangaroo germs Zoo. and a disease for sure. But yeah, but, still. It, but you're not like a Triage Museum. You can't bounce off the walls at Kangaroo Zoo. They get all their energy out. Yeah, I'm saying Kangaroo Zoo is the better choice. Oh, okay. Yes. That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've noticed too, um, like, yeah, Abe, hey, sorry, we keep jumping in no, here. No, 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 go ahead. Um, so share any stories you want. But I've also learned that more expensive doesn't necessarily mean more fun for the kids. Right. Like I've had, like just a while back, we took our kids to the sand dunes and up in St. Anthony and it's just sand. And they spent hours there and thought it was the coolest thing. And we're trying to slide down the hill and they were digging holes and having a good time. And I'm like, it's kind of a popular this, this, destination up there. Actually, this costs nothing, you know. And my kids are entertained with like. I rocks thought you had like a four wheeler or something. No, that was at the cabin. Okay. Yeah, the sand dunes. It was just going there and kind of hanging out. But yeah, we saw the dune buggies riding around. But I and I agree with Abe that they're going to ask to do it again and again, which is where I always try to do something different. It's kind of like uh, magic tricks. Uh, in the magic tricks, they teach you whenever someone says, "Hey, show me how the trick was done," you just say, "Well, let me show you something different." So my kids are like, "Hey, we want to go back to X." I'm like, "Let me show you something different." Here's a cardboard box. <laughs> Draw a house inside. <laughs> Boom. Fun. That's, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Thank you. Before we continue, can I just say that my son is going to listen to this? My 12-year-old son, and he's going to feel... Wait, the, the one that's kind of a, a problem? Yes. <laughs> You're like, uh, yeah. how do I censor this? Yeah. <laughs> and he's good. So his only problem is getting along with the other two. He's a sure. wonderful kid. Yeah. So, And I should... That, I, 
I should clarify too that you're you're speaking from the older child perspective. Uh, Kent and I's kids are a little bit younger, and so you're getting kind of the range here, Jacob. Yeah, yeah this is good. Nice. This is good. Yeah. yeah. Go on, Abe. Okay, so the idea behind that was to, it's important to spend quality time with your kids, no matter what you're doing. Um, I like the idea of switching it up, making sure you give them some chances to do other stuff. Yeah. So, But quality time makes sense, because they really, they, do, they don't need much. Even just talking to them or watching them do a magic trick, for example. I'll bring up magic twice, but my daughter just did a magic show today. And even just watching the show... No matter how much you want to pull out your phone and start looking at things, <laughs> if you just give them that attention for 15 minutes, they'll be good for a while. You can get other stuff done. Was it pretty tempting to not pull no. out that phone? You're like, the phone thing oh, is so challenging. God. It is. It is very challenging. It's such a temptation to like be like, oh, what's on Twitter? But it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I got to tell myself that. I have to tell myself that too. Like a lot of times when I get home, I'll actually put my phone up in my bedroom and like let it charge and I'll be down with the oh, family good idea. so yeah. that I don't have my phone yeah. even on me. And then your kids, if they see your phone, give me your phone. <laughs> I want to play games. Of course, then I left my phone upstairs. My wife was trying to call me like crazy because my son had to go to scouts and I was like, I didn't have my phone on me. So good excuse. Didn't quite work. This out. is why Abe has a phone now. Yeah, I now have a phone and I, uh, I have a funny story about that. Actually, the other day I went, I took my kid, my younger one to the McDonald's. <gasps> I know. The and McDonald's? It's tier one. That's fine. And uh, he... <laughs> That's right. So he <laughs> he went up into the urine tubes, as I like to call them, <laughs> and he's up there. You mean the French fries? Slides. <laughs> no. Oh. Jake. <laughs> I finally up. figured out the secret ingredient. <laughs> so preserved. <laughs> so he's up there looking through one of those windows like, dad, dad, dad. And I'm looking at my phone, you know. And I look up, good job. Another one of those, good job, good buddy. Good job, buddy. <laughs> I enjoy watching job. you. Good job. <laughs> so I realized I wasn't spending the quality time. I looked down on my phone. And so what I decided to do was climb up in those urine tubes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Did they kick yeah. you out like immediately after? Well, it was hard for me to get out. Did you take off a, your shoes? I was kind of stuck to the urine. So my <laughs> <laughs> oh, skin was kind of peeling. Oh, <laughs> that's why you have these like tube flakes stuck to you right now. I get it now. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what's happening. That's my band's name in college. Tube flakes. <laughs> tube flakes. Yeah. yeah. All right, Dave, what's next? Okay. If you can't get your kids' attention, just start any video on YouTube and they will be at your side within seconds. <laughs> it's so, so true. true. <laughs> oh, so like which videos, for example? It doesn't any matter. Video. Anything with sound, they'll be like, what are you watching? What are you watching? What are you watching? Yeah. They'll be right there. I'll be, I'll be on the couch, like laying down on the couch with my head up on the armrest, just kind of watching a video. And all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I'll just see this kid appear out of nowhere, just kind of right behind me, watching the video with me. And inevitably, what I'll always say to him is like, nope, it's scary. And they're like, it's scary? I'm like, yeah, it's scary. So they just think I watch horror films nonstop <laughs> on YouTube. It's scary. But then, no, uh, actually, my four-year-old just started asking, is it scary? Like when he sees me watching a video. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> yeah. <It's> scary. <laughs> oh, what are you watching that they, that they shouldn't be watching anyway? Well, it's like just stuff like, uh, like Fine Brothers, for example. A lot of times they'll have like bleeped out language and stuff mm. like that. And I'm like, I just don't want my kids. Yeah, I was watching the uh, Meg trailer and my daughter, who's nine, was like, started watching it with me. I'm like, no, it's scary. It's sharks. I don't want to get scared anytime I go in the water because that's what happened to me as a kid. But she's like, let's watch it again. That's why you still don't let's go in the water, right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Or why you pee whenever you're in there. And the, the urine tubes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> so the idea behind this is, uh, you know, you want to limit your kid's screen time, which is actually a true advice that I would give to you, Jake. Okay. You want to limit... Limit it how much? Well, I was just at a and conference. Ha- and how soon do I let introduce it as well? <sighs> Kids are watching more and more yeah. earlier well, and earlier. I would say because she's an infant, 
I should you start can right watch away. Anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> like, for example, you'll be up late at night and you might as well watch something. I used to watch Justice League cartoon because it was for me, but also cartoons, so visually uh, stimulating. I think my second hmm. son's first movie was Inception, by the way. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think Yay. so. I think it's when you lent it to me that, to watch it again. And I was like, I'll watch it again. And he was in my arms. But you were That's saying awesome. you, you were at a conference or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was at a conference yeah. and they, today about this educational conference. And the guy presenting said that kids from age eight to 15 average eight hours of screen time now per day. A A day? day? Yes. A day. Eight hours. I actually just did a study for uh, for college and the students there. And of course, this is like a different age range, but they were... They were six and a half hours a day. Yeah, a yeah. day. It's, it's a Gen Z. That was that was that was uh, was not just Gen Z, but it is including <laughs> Gen Z. Uh, but you know that was out of 150 students or something like that, and that was the average six and six point four. Hmm. So yeah, Abe, I'm quite guilty of this actually. Um, my daughters they play a game called Roblox on the Xbox, and it's it's a children's game. It's a little bit like Minecraft, except for people can make their own levels, and often it's scary. And so sometimes I'll just let them play and I'll go do my thing. Roadblocks? Roblox, like R O B L O X. Okay. Remember this because it's been in the news lately because there's been some adult content in the game. And oh, this no. is why I need to monitor everything they're doing. My four year old is playing this game, apparently not afraid of anything. All of a sudden, she learned from this game to go in the bathroom, turn off the lights, no. and summon Bloody Mary. No. Wow. Wow. And she didn't did work here. Oh, don't say, did it work? <laughs> I sure hope not. She's our Bloody Mary's our guest next week. She's still alive. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, let's bring her in. Right? My daughter's still alive. Okay. Uh, you know, other family members have strangely died. Wow. But <laughs> but no, like I was like, what All am those I... Who disagree with her. What, what am I not seeing? What am I not watching just because maybe I'm on my phone and they're in the other room playing a video game. So yeah. definitely monitor screen yeah. time. And we, monitoring what, what they are doing. You... Okay. Which, which means... You're watching cartoons with them yeah. sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. 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 Well, and we have, I was going to say, we have a pretty strict rule in our house that you can't do YouTube. Like, even if it's a video we know, they're not allowed to do YouTube on their own because then they'll just go, well, click this video and then mm-hmm. this video mm-hmm. and then this video. The next thing you know, you're watching pimple popping videos or something like that. Yeah. It's like, how did that happen? Um, my, my wife favorite. is very good with this, actually. She's very, very good about uh, limiting screen time. Like, the kids have to earn their screen time. They have to get their chores done before screen time. And then even then, they only have a limited amount. After that, they have to go to something else. And they can earn additional screen time, but they have to do additional chores to do so. So she's very good about that. Whereas I'm like, kids, let's do a movie marathon. All the Star Wars. Well, all the good ones. Let's do all the Star Wars. And my wife's like, really? And I'm like, mm, fine. So I'm sorry. <laughs> she's, she's helping me out with that as well. Because I'm not great. I'm not a great parent in that regard. <laughs> I, I spend all day in front of a screen. And so it's. So you want to come home and do it somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. So two things. Okay. Yeah. Two things that I would also suggest. Okay. I do surprise inspections on my kids' phones, on my older two boys' phones. Oh, this is good advice. So your older two boys have phones. Yes. Take those phones belong to you as a parent. Have they learned how to delete their histories though? I don't know. But the surprise inspection hopefully guards against that a little bit. With the phone, can I ask, and save your second point, as a principal and as a dad of boys, what age... Do you see people getting phones? What age should they get phones? Well, that's Considering a big topic. You're just in middle school. You're, you're, you're the principal a of a middle school right now, right? Principal no, of an elementary. I'm, a, I'm elementary. an elementary. elementary. Yeah. And do yeah. the kids have phones even in elementary? Yeah, some. Uh, eight is probably the earliest I've seen. Wow. Um, wow. 12 is probably generally when they start getting okay. a lot of phones. So. Jeez. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a different world, too. I have to keep reminding myself of this, too, that it's a different world than when I was a kid because... And I think it's going to be a different world when my kids get older about what age you get phones. Because, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't have a phone, but it's because they were You had a pager, right? 
I didn't have a pager. I never oh, got one. Okay. I didn't get a phone. I didn't even get a phone until I think after my mission. But uh, and so we, my wife and I, have had this long conversation about what kind of phone jitterbug when we would get our kids. But we actually have a home phone now that all the kids use, but it's you know heavily monitored and we're always around it. So they can't take it anywhere unless we have had times when they go into their friend's house. We'll give it to them. It's like it's only for calling. But it's a cell phone. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Now we give, we give them the rotary phone. It's like, here, take that to your friend's house. <laughs> the long cord down the, down the street. And you had a second point as well. Okay. So at this conference today, they had this internet police guy who monitors kids on the internet. There's a new app that blew my mind. It sounds creepy, by the way. Internet police monitors well, kids on the said. internet. That's yeah. what he said he did. Okay. <laughs> you sure he was a cop? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a new app called Secret Calculator. Have you heard of this? Oh, is this the one where it looks like a calculator on the icon, but then it's actually... Yeah, so you yeah. put the number into the calculator, a secret number, like a six-digit number. It unlocks whatever the kids are hiding. Yeah. What? Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Whatever so they're you, open, you open up the... On their phone, yeah. the calculator. The app looked like it's a calculator on their phone. Mm-hmm. They put in, they know a six digit code or they've set a code. They put mm-hmm. it in, a whole new world opens up. So they can hide an app they, behind this calculator. Or they can hide vid. So this guy had busted a bunch of kids that were hiding highly inappropriate pictures and video. Mm-hmm. Wow. That 13 year olds should not have on their phone. Man. So even it, if you think you know everything you're kidding. It is uh, doing. Jake, well, homeschool, no phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the advice. Check. Go back to being Amish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll but solve this. It, it is weird that like, you know, we grew up, uh, we're roughly about the same age yeah. here, but we grew up in a time where we can remember when there was no internet and no, right. like computers weren't a big thing. <laughs> so so we yeah. can remember a time when there was no internet. <laughs> but these kids are growing up and they're smart. Like they, they know how to do things almost from birth, like know how to interact with a touch screen and make things work. And it's kind of scary the kind of things they can do. And as we get you know farther away from the curve, they're just coming up on it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'll say one more thing about screen time. Okay. Uh, my kids uh, were on their screens all day on Saturday, and so we decided to do something as a family. And we went to a movie, so that was. A <laughs> <laughs> but it's quality it's time. It's a bigger screen. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a bigger Depending screen. on the movie. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah, true. That's that true. is true. It was The Conjuring. So <laughs> perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next parenting tip. Always check to see if your kid is okay after they run face first into a glass door before laughing at them. <laughs> uh, so that's the tweet behind the tip. The tip is keep, always keep your kids safe. That's an important thing. Yeah. I think one time. I, and if they are safe, laugh at them. Yes. Yes. Okay. If they're right. okay, then it's okay to laugh. So, so I have a confession. Uh, sometimes um, maybe I'll leave my two girls to go down and get a drink at the gas station, which is three minutes away. And they're, they're younger, not old enough. The older one's not old enough to babysit. And I'll say, hey, I'll be right back. And my, my two rules, I said, well, what are my two rules? And they say, no opening the door and no starting fires. Those are my only <laughs> two rules. No playing with matches and no opening door for any reason. Yeah. Well, I actually tweeted out. Dangerous chemicals are fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not a rule. Yeah. It's a guideline. I, I tweeted out a while back, and this is kind of how I've felt about pairing. I said, parenting is an odd mix of wanting your kids to have adventures and wanting to wrap them in bubble wrap and keep them safe inside forever. Yeah. Because they, it's just like you want to protect them all the time, but you can't. And you got to let them have those experiences. Mm-hmm. Like even just uh, we've started leaving our kids at home for little bits of time, you know, and staying nearby because our kids aren't old enough to babysit themselves yet. And it's been weird. And like there was one time just recently where I was gone and my wife went somewhere just to, I think, to run to the store and back. 
And my apparently the UPS man or the FedEx man, one of those guys came and knocked on the door. Oh, geez. And my daughter, my oldest daughter, grabbed all the kids and ran down to the downstairs thing and texted my wife. And there's like, there's a guy knocking on our door and he's driving a white truck and we don't know what to do. And, and <laughs> my wife, like, called her back. It's like, yeah. she, my wife called her back. She's like, what's going on? And then she's like, oh, it's just a delivery man. Okay, is he gone? Okay, look outside. Is there a package? Okay, you can bring that inside. Like, Go get the gun, sweetie. But, you know, it's those scary. It, like, But at the same time, you have to let them. I mean, this is obviously not this young, but you have to let them make mistakes too. Like, you know, okay, this is not going to like go opening well. the door for the delivery. Man? No, is no, that what you mean? <laughs> I mean, like, you know, buddy, that chair tower probably won't be very sturdy when you climb to the top of it. And then you go, okay, well, let's get the lesson learned here. And you let them fall and hurt themselves. Obviously not to the point where it's going to cost you medical bills. Sure, right. <laughs> I mean, if you lose one, there's lots more. <laughs> there's, we got that. Is that okay. Yeah, exactly. And, and Abe, I assume having three boys, that they get into trouble a lot, maybe get themselves hurt quite a bit. They're actually pretty good kids. Oh, really? All three yeah. of them. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. But and I would say the, yeah. you know, the world is a safer place in a lot of ways than when we grew up. No one's sitting on phone books in the backseat of their cars anymore. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. But we got, gets, but we survived, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I remember, I mean, back in my day, like I would be gone for a day and a half having a sleepover at my friend's house that mm-hmm. I would just walked to their house a couple, you know, maybe a neighborhood away. And my mom would never know. I would like watch my daughter walk down to the next house over. Mm-hmm. That's the weird thing is like we live in a safer world in the sense of, you know, seat belts and car seats and helmets, helmets and yeah. all that. But we live in a more unsafe world just because of all the bad out there or maybe it's just i'm now apparent it's becoming more apparent of like you know there are people out there like i saw a video just the other day it's like uh you know child trafficking is real and it showed a bunch of it was a video of all these kids like getting snatched like out of their parents hands and i'm like i'm never ever taking my kids anywhere again and they start panicking about it but then yesterday we went to a bees game and i was like hey bathroom's over there go ahead <laughs> but then i watched that door like a hawk just yeah. like okay just making sure they're okay <laughs> it's a, it's a weird mix of just wanting them to it do is. stuff and yeah. and wanting to protect them. There's a ton of kids too that won't their parents won't let them do sleepovers anymore. Yeah, yeah. it's They're true. Like, We're not doing yeah. sleepovers. Where I'm like, if I don't want to host the sleepover, go for it. <laughs> it's a night off for us. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's next? Okay. So this one's a fairly straightforward tip. After your first child is born. Go buy 20 years worth of poster board. This will save you countless 10 p.m. trips to CVS Pharmacy. Poster board? Yes. Yes. Poster yes. Board. Why? Because they have some school project. And all of a sudden it's like, I need poster board. Oh, this is totally new to me. This is totally new. Yeah. You didn't do school projects like that? No. It's like they have to do a diorama or something. We just or... had to whittle, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I need to bunch of yeah, stuff. It's like, this is how you skin a squirrel. Like that's what that's. Exactly. But that was you, elementary school But if you came me. to your dad and it's like, Thanks, I, need, Mom. I need a chair whittled by tomorrow morning. You're like, oh, it's going to yeah. take forever. I'm like, this knife is way too dull. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And so what's the tip behind the tweet? The tip is buy lots of poster board. Okay. <laughs> it's just straight up. Yeah. Lots of this is, yeah, this is funny. Well, this is new. Also, maybe you have to do the projects as well. I'm uh, not yeah. quite there. How, but mu- I know how much are be- you doing of your projects over so you let the kid do it? I Actually, that's a question I have for you guys because I haven't yet got that. I My daughter's in third grade, so mm-hmm. she's done a few things. But I think if it's the night before it's due, then I would probably do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Is that bad? That happens. Is that bad parenting? You know, I was a sounds teacher. Like it. I'm a, <laughs> it sounds like a thing, Jake. <laughs> I'm a principal. I see both, and I never assign those kind of projects because I knew that the parents would just end up doing them. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's tough, tough, too, because, okay, in my in the parental relationship between me and my wife, I am justice and she is mercy. And so I'll be like, 
you're going to fail then. <laughs> you didn't do the project. You're going to fail. It's just the way it's going to be. And then my wife will be like sneaking in like, let me help you with this. And she'll help the kid with it. And it's just kind of how it works. Like I am the type that, that makes I'm like, sense though. There's a good balance there. Yeah, and we try then, to keep the balance. then they can have like a, a fear, right? Like, Oh wow. I am yeah. totally responsible for this. Oh, mom saved me. You well, know? and I've heard, I've heard people uh, say, and I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was one of the parenting books my wife read, but it's like, if the kid forgets their lunch at school, you don't bring it to them because you know, you need to let them learn the consequences of their actions so they don't forget the next time. So let them go hungry. And I'm like, that seems mean, even for justice. Like that's, that's so says mean. the guy that's okay with the chair tower. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it was a small chair tower, <laughs> only eight or ten feet or so. <laughs> yeah, it was. On, it was on the linoleum. Linoleum soft. Oh sure. Uh, <laughs> all right. What else? Okay, number seven. Take the kids to the pumpkin patch. Let them pick out any pumpkin. But make them carry it to the car. They'll never <laughs> want to go again. That's great advice, actually. I love that. I love that advice. Yeah, yeah. You can pick whatever you want, but you got to carry it. <laughs> Every year, that pumpkin patch. So is the principal teaching children responsibility? Yeah, and same like thing that? as you were talking about, Joel. The consequences to their decisions. Mm-hmm. They have to live them out so they see. I love that. I mean, it won't work when they're one, but no. it'll I mean, <laughs> yeah. start now. You know, the, like my dad gave me a lot of advice growing up, a ton of advice. But one of the things it's weird how things stick with you. And I don't know if he's happy that this is the advice that all the advice he gave me. This is the one that stuck. But I remember we were making soup and he said, I said, can I put more garlic salt in? Because I love garlic. Mm-hmm. And he said, you can put all the garlic salt you want in, but you can't take any back out. And I was like, whoa, like suddenly I had this kind of mind altering experience where it's like, this is an irreversible thing. And, you know, I've applied that to some principles in my life and I've actually tried to use that on my kids. I don't know if it's stuck yet, but it is a consequence. Mm-hmm. And I don't think my dad would have let me ruin the entire batch of soup that we were making for the entire family. But at the same time, he made me at least think about the consequences of my actions. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good story. It's actually some good advice, Joel. Oh, thank you. It's, yeah. my, dad. it's my dad's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Joel's dad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's keep it going. All right, number uh, eight. If your kids are fighting in the backseat of the car, stick your arm over and swing it around a bunch. That'll show them. (laughs) (laughs) Just like back behind you, just like, "Ah." (laughs) stop it, stop it. There's nothing you can do, right? Like, yeah, Yeah. you can't. It feels so true. Oh. What and the tip behind that? The tip is, uh, you know, you're going to have chances, many chances, to lose your patience with your kids, and I think it's so important to try your best not to lose your patience. If you do lose your patience, and you, you know, if you by chance yell at them, um, I can't see never is going to happen. No, right. no, okay, okay, no. You know, start afresh the next day. Be like, you know, today I'm going to not lose my temper with my kids. Because your kids see you as such a, a role model. Mm-hmm. They, you know, it's funny because my kids have told me. Is that me, why my girl's smoking already? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't she know how she issues. can do it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That's talent. You should take her on a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She can't see more than 10 inches, but yeah, it's somehow. <laughs> but you know right. saying? So uh, my kids have told me that they talk to their friends and I'm the only, and my wife and I are the only ones that haven't spanked our Ever. kids. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. So spanking is a whole nother topic. We could do a whole show on spanking. Uh, I'll give him a swat occasionally. Wait. But it's like, yeah, it's just that kind of a, hey. <laughs> well, in fact, uh, my son, I'll occasionally like. Is that him. why you hit Kent and I sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> just in the, in the Watch boat. it, buddy. That's <laughs> Sorry. one. Sorry, Dad. Ah, 
Um, but no, like I, I remember my son, like I, I treat him like one of the guys. And like, you know, if one of the guys does something stupid, you kind of swat him on the back of the head. Yeah. And I did that one time. Just like, ah, oh, stop it. <laughs> like not in anger. Just kind of like, stop what, stop what you're doing. And I got this look from another adult that it was like, that's the abuse. Oh. And I was like, it's not like we're cool here. This isn't an anger thing. It's more kind of a shape up kind of a thing. But it's it's very controversial. So yeah, and, yeah. and there have been times when I've may have raised my voice at my daughters, and my oldest one will honestly, she won't be scared, she won't feel bad. She'll come up to me and be like, "Are you okay?" Oh, because <laughs> she'll know that I feel so bad about yelling. Because as soon as you do, you're like, "Yeah, serves your." Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you feel I bad. just yeah, you feel bad. It's like when we do verses with Jacob. It's just I feel bad. <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. That's it why it will. And um, if it does, you're going down. But I, I'm sure so. <laughs> but here's the thing: is that I. And this is something I have to work on because I do have a temper and have a tendency to fly off the handle and yell. Mm-hmm. And I always remember uh, that I need to apologize. And yes. I will swallow my pride and go into my you know daughters or son and just be like, "I'm sorry. I shouldn't have gotten angry." And I have to I have to show myself being sorry for doing that because otherwise they're going to think it's okay for me to or okay for them to yell. Mm-hmm. Although they do it to their siblings all the time. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, wait, I just did it too. Why are we all mad at each other? Where's your mother? <laughs> well, it takes a big man to, to swallow their pride. Are you calling me like fat? that? <laughs> it takes, it takes a big man to swallow a whopper too. Yes, yeah. yeah, he did it. To swallow a lot. It hurt. Yeah. All right. And you know, when I, there was a time when I was a teacher more, and when I was a principal a little bit, that I would deal with naughty kids some naughty kids all day and I would hold, you know, I'd, I'd do such a good job not to, to yell and scream. Yeah. And then when I got home, it was like I was taking that out on my kids. Oh, jeez, yeah. yeah. Which was terrible. It was awful. Yeah. So I made a goal, you know, but I, the opposite. I, now I yell at the kids at school and then. <laughs> <laughs> no, you yell at the teachers. But that's gotta be, I was going to say, that's got to be difficult because as, a, as an employee of the school and as, you know, being accountable to parents, it's like, you can't really just unleash on the kids, even though you, they really deserve it. You know, yeah. it's, that's got to be rough. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I, I tell my kid, like, after I, I would apologize, same as you. And I'd say, it's not you. It was Jason at school. It made me so mad. <laughs> Jason, if you're listening. <laughs> you know what you did. It's always Jason. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? You bet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, during parent-teacher conferences, look at your child and say, Oh, burn after everything the teacher says. <laughs> I have a question for you, Abe. I love that. So I have limited experience with just two girls and one that's been in school for a few years now. But she seems to be a good kid, or at least her teacher is saying that she's very good. That she listens. She's, you know, she's not talking too much during class. She does she's just homework. had one teacher? Well, a few teachers. Okay, they're all But I'm saying, saying that. every time I go to parent-teacher conference, it's good news. Mm-hmm. Is that... You know, is, does every teacher say good news if parents are there? Are you saying, oh. is it reliable? Is it reliable? Exactly. Yeah. No, teachers are fairly honest. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh, good. They With might the sugar- kids sitting right there, too. Some teachers might sugarcoat it. Okay. They might say, you know, she's, str- she's a good kid, but she's struggling keeping her hands to herself. Okay. Okay. So, so once again, kind of like the compliment sandwich Joel was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, those- I wanted to ask you this, too, because as, as someone who's been in the education system for a while, um, it seems like that parents are not taking accountability for their children's actions a lot of time. So the teacher calls them, and, you know, gets them in trouble, sends them attention, and then they go to the teacher and like, what are you doing to my kid? Instead of going to their kid and being like, what'd you do? Mm-hmm. Is that true? Or is that just kind of a perception that we get of the world? That's true. That's probably more true than, but there's also the opposite where the parents will 
take it to an extreme with their kid and like mm-hmm. try to shame them almost oh. or, but so both happen. Yeah. But yeah. I'd say that's probably more common what you're talking about where it just, it's weird to me when I see these things of like teachers or parents getting after teachers for getting their kid in trouble. I'm like, well, it sounds like their kid was being a jerk. Mm-hmm. Like what's, you know, talk to your kid a little yeah, bit. Swat first. him on the head, right? Just swat on the head in <laughs> yeah. public. Yeah. <laughs> Back of the head. I want to point out, is that kind of a, like a three stooges kind of a thing. You'd be, you'd be a great teacher. You want a third grade position at my school? No. Like I said, <laughs> there's an opening for you, Joel. <laughs> well, and I, I was the kid in school who maybe, I was the class clown who thought I was kind of funny and probably got a couple teachers riled up because I was trying to take attention away from them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of very conscious of like, you know, my kids acting up in school and being like, just listen to the teacher. Yeah, it's karma. You're going to get a few calls yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. Have you already or no? No, actually my kids, my kids are surprisingly good. Well, it's your wife. It's yeah, she's to her credit. You were surprisingly no good though. I, I did do good. I, I yeah. Your mom was on the show and she said, you've never did anything <laughs> wrong. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> she thought of stuff after. Yeah. <laughs> So the tip behind this is uh, don't be afraid to embarrass your kids. It's your right as a father to embarrass your kids <laughs> wow. in any way that you can. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which paid off when I took break dancing class and when I was 12, because yes. now I break dance for their kid, their friends. I wear bedazzled jeans, mm-hmm. you name it. You want to embarrass your kids as much as possible. Oh, that sounds amazing. Well, and and uh, we talked earlier about, uh, before we were recording, we talked about uh, making people laugh and how fun that is. I want to state for the record that one of my favorite things to do is tell a dad joke so bad that my daughter will go, dad, like that's like a, that's like the ultimate for me. <laughs> the, the extended dad. Yeah. It's like, she's so annoyed with what I just said. Like you, you guys have saw, seen the video of, uh, it's a YouTube video about a guy going through Ikea and he makes yes. a ton of puns to annoy his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I do that with my daughter and she knows whenever we go to Ikea, that's going to happen. So she doesn't want to go with me. I never want that to happen because my daughter Maybe loves it's like dad Ikea. jokes. Oh yeah. No, yeah. But the thing is, I think she loves him deep down. Okay. I like to annoy her. See, I actually try to embarrass my daughter like with my Halloween costumes, for example. I'll be Mr. Mistopheles, the magical mystery cat, <laughs> and we'll go trick-or-treating, and she loves it. Like It's like, you dressed as a cat, Dad. Good job. And I'm wondering in the next year or two if that's going to be a real problem. Yeah, but it's always in, it's in good fun, though. Like They get annoyed, but that's you know kind of the badge of honor. Yeah, when they get older, I bet they'll be like, okay, I cannot be seen with you, Dad. Yeah, yeah. take out the leotard. Yeah. <laughs> they're totally like 15, and you're in the leotard. Gonna, I don't think they're going to want their friends around. <laughs> Are these your friends? They're really cool. <laughs> I'm the Cool dad. I did do the thing uh, a while back where I rolled down the car window and yelled, I love you to my son. He just kind of went, this is going to his friend's house. Perfect. That's I would fun. say, though, it, there's a point where you're embarrassing yourself and not your kid. And you got to figure out what that line is. Like if you're flossing, you know, the dance. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We were talking about this a little bit before. If you're flossing or mm-hmm. if you're dabbing, you're only embarrassing yourself at yeah. that point. What if you're flossing in real, like with the floss, like... Yeah, you're picking your teeth and clipping your fingernails. As long as you give their friends your floss (laughs) after you're done. You, exactly. (laughs) I'm going to say what the tip is first this time. Okay. Okay. A little backwards. Um, Kids only hear what they want to hear, not what you want them to hear. True. An example of this is when I say Christmas is a joyous time of year in which we give and we love one another, my kids will hear... Christmas is presents as joyous presents in which presents love presents. <laughs> presents. It's yeah. so true. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's true because like I just the other day I told my son not to do something. Oh, I was, I was going to make him breakfast. And I said, OK, I'm making breakfast tomorrow. Don't eat. And then the next morning I get up and he has a big old bowl of corn pops and he's eating. I'm like, what are you doing? I said, don't eat. He's like, 
I didn't hear you. And I'm like, I said that directly to you. <laughs> but it's just what happens. Like, you know, you have to repeat yourself a couple of times and be patient. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I had to apologize after because I yelled at him. <laughs> <laughs> Swatted him on the head. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> a little swat on the back of the head. Um, so, okay. Uh, can you, you said you had a couple words of advice to you. Just want to throw in real quick. Yeah, real quick. Um, okay. I, I always think in, this is where I, it's hard for me to draw the line and I actually want some help and maybe Jake would as well. Here, let me draw a line for you. Yeah, right there. there. Thank you very much. That was very straight as yeah, well. I want to know if I should be a friend, uh, where the balance is basically a friend, a stern parent, get their respect, get their love. I want to be their hero, basically. Uh, in reference to this, I told my I'm daughter. So trying not to sing Ricky Glacius right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> so I was playing Batman Arkham City once, and my daughter, she was about four, watching me, and she goes, Who's that, Dad? And she didn't know who Batman was, so I failed. I said, and I said, That's me. That's me. I'm Batman. <laughs> and she goes, That's you? You're Batman? I said, Yes remember that and i said it many times so she would remember and so i wanted to be batman in her eyes i wanted to be that hero baby mm-hmm. in fact one time uh, you know she drew a picture in church and i go what's this and it was really abstract of course and she goes that's you you're batman and you're praying <laughs> and i was like i love you so much you're the best kid ever That's second awesome. kid i don't know you have a ways to go <laughs> but i'm trying to find out the line between being friend not quite Disneyland dad. And, and I'm almost like, how do, what's your policy on like buying toys at the store? If you just like go to the store or do you wait for certain occasions? I mean, I know this a lot of questions at once, but where do you, yeah. What's your line? I would say the most important thing you can do is be a father first. And what that means to me is to be the kind of father that makes sure you put your kids first. Okay. And to have rules and make sure your kids follow those rules. Kids crave uh, that structure and you need to make sure they have that structure in your, in their lives first and foremost. Hmm. And if you're a kind of dad that's breaking kind of norm rule, sociological rules, like if, if you're swearing in front of your kids, then all of a sudden rules don't exist in their lives and things are chaos to them. So you need to be a father first to make sure they, they have structure and rules. Um, as far as buying stuff for your kids, yeah. Like, what do you want to buy them? Well, like, like let's this, say we go to Target and we're uh, walking through the toy aisle just because I'm trying to waste time. And they're like, can I have that? It's only a few dollars. And I'm like, mm. and my usually go-to is wait for your birthday, which is in 11 months. <laughs> Always? <laughs> Always. <laughs> or maybe Santa will get it for you. And mm-hmm. I, I stall them. I distract them with a magic trick, if you will. Uh-huh. Or do you do you sometimes surprise your kids with stuff? Do you you know want to incentivize them, for example, for things they do well instead of taking threatening things if they do you know go against your wishes? Yeah, I never buy. I don't know about you, Joe. No, I never no. buy stuff at the just store, on occasion, ever, rare occasion. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I know if I do it once, every time they're going to want. They're okay. going to expect it. They're That's true. Like, That's probably a dangerous road. I'm, yeah. But I'm yeah. such a sucker. I only have two daughters. And of course, I'm like, yeah, you deserve it. You've been really good. <laughs> this coming from the guy who won't even buy me a drink. <laughs> hey, be good. Prove yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Maybe Santa will bring you so, one. So yeah, I'm definitely the type that I'm like, you know, they'll say, can we get this? I'm like, nope. And just keep walking. 
But my wife... Is it because you have so many kids? Yes. yes. I think that's like duck trail behind me of just like kids. <laughs> and uh, But my wife, she's she finds sometimes these deals online. And she'll be like, this is an amazing deal. Like this is like the price. She, she follows Camel, Camel, Camel. Do you guys know what that is? Mm-hmm. Nope. Like tracks the price of like on Amazon. You can see when it's lowest. So you wow. can actually graph it. She's like, this is the lowest it's ever been. If we get it, could we give it? To, should we give it to the kids? And I said, well, and sometimes we'll wait for Christmas, or sometimes we'll wait for birthdays. But then sometimes, it's like, well, we can get this, but then they have to earn it. And so it's like, what can they do to earn the toy? So we do surprise them on occasion, but a lot of times it is kind of like, here's the surprise, but you have to earn it by you know doing a deep clean on in the kitchen or something like that, and then they'll be able to get it. Okay. So it's a prize, but they have to you know work towards it. Huh. Okay, and one more thing. Um, I, I think, kind of like you said with setting rules, Abe, setting a routine for kids is golden. And sometimes the routine should just like be basic, like TLC, tender love and care. Like, for example, with my daughters, I would leave the house and I'd be driving away and they'd chase my car down just to the end of the street or just the end, the end of the sidewalk. And we'd always do a hug, kiss, and a high five. Cute. So I'd open the window, we'd do a hug, kiss, and a high five every day. And ho- they may never remember it. Oh, well, you'll do right? it when they're in high school, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's when the embarrassing five. line crosses. <laughs> yeah. But for me, that's something I would never trade, even though I'm like, I'm late for work. Oh, wait, it's the routine. I want to instill this love with them. And so I it's it's seriously so valuable. That's and they look, yeah. like they're broken hearted if it doesn't happen somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Can we start doing that, too? Yes. The hug kiss and a high five. Yes. <laughs> Um, so is that your tips? Yeah, yeah. So then I, I had some tips too, and I wanted to kind of emulate Abe here. So I actually went through and looked at some of my tweets that had the hashtag parenting or had a parenting theme. Um, so this one I'll just read real quick. This morning, as I sat, as I sat eating my freshly cooked eggs and warm corned beef hash, which is one of my favorite meals, my, my youngest son peeled off his dirty pull-up diaper and flung it across the room where it landed squarely on the breakfast plate in front of me. How's your day going? <laughs> and that's a true story. I, yep. was, I was sitting down to eat. I was very excited. And all of a sudden, this pull-up just landed square on my plate and I got mad like I was like what are you doing why would you throw a dirty diaper across the room what are you doing and he was like three (laughs) and I was just I was so frustrated and then I had to just take a moment and be like oh my gosh this will make a great story or a great tweet and so my lesson here is learn to laugh like try to see the humor in the situation that's a good advice before you get upset because and this is especially for me because I get I fly off the handle a little too quickly and so I'm trying to be better about just taking a breath and be like, I'm going to find this funny eventually. So learn to laugh. Uh, we already talked. Uh, Cannot wait to throw a diaper at you sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Remember to laugh, Joel. Wait, <laughs> wait till after the episode. Uh, the other lesson, Jake still wears diapers. The other right? lesson we kind of talked about. It? It. It's kind of awesome. It, it was uh, so it comfortable. Depends, right? yeah. Yeah, depends, yeah. Yeah. It was exactly. learn to say no. And the tweet here was just, it doesn't matter how much you pay to get into the park slash event. Your kids will immediately want to do whatever costs extra. Yeah, it's just the way it is. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, we go to Lagoon. This is amazing. Hey, what's that thing? That costs more money. Let's do that. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> There's a song I learned off of Yo Gabba Gabba, which I'll sing to my kids. That thankfully, we, this another show we watch together, mm-hmm. and the song is you. You don't always get what you want, and it's, sometimes it's very, you get what you need. It, no, and then it's That's like the Rolling Stones. So no, yeah. yeah, right. No satisfaction, but it's like you don't always get what you want. So please stop asking. But it's sort of sung in a really like mm-hmm. uppity way. So do you sing that to your kids? When oh, of course I do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, we sing Daniel Tiger songs to our kids all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, Grown ups come back whenever they get sad. And we actually made one when they put their feet on the table. We said, "Stinky feet don't go where we eat." And I tell him it's a Daniel Tiger song, and my daughter gets so mad. She's like, no, it's not, because she knows Daniel Tiger songs. She knows better. <laughs> uh, another lesson I just want to point out, listen to your kids, even if you're not listening. 
and it's this is my tweet. It said, modern parenting is 10% cooking, 15% cleaning, and 75% pretending to care about Minecraft. <laughs> yep. Because even like I'm looking at my kids, I'm paying attention. I have my phone down, but sometimes my mind wanders, but I'm still giving them the attention because I'm like, oh man, this is a long story. And also looking for their shoes. You're constantly oh, looking for their shoes. The shoes. <laughs> it's the worst. Check the car. No, the other car. Are they yeah. in the back? There was Are a, they at your friend's house? There, there was a lot of material for this show. I don't think we realized <laughs> how so much hot. there was to like unearth to do oh. this. Yeah, there's uh, a couple oh. more I just have. Uh, the lesson is, oh, here's a tweet. Parenting is basically taking all the knowledge you've gained in your big adult brain and trying to cram it into little kid brains. But here's the twist. You can't let them know that's what you're doing or else they'll stop listening. Because I always want to be like, oh, here's a teaching moment. Let me turn on the fire hose of information. And so I just want to give them all the information. Like they ask me about how to change a flat tire and I start talking about how an engine works. Like it's just you want to just get all the information in them. And you have to realize just, you know, take advantage of teaching moments, but little bits. Don't don't turn on the fire hose. Okay. Uh, another one, uh, being a parent. This is the tweet. Being a parent means waiting in line for hours and hours so someone else can go on the ride. Because and that the lesson behind that is just find joy in their joy. Well, at Disney, there's the child swap thing. So that's awesome, and I want to yeah. try that when we go to Wait, Disney. The what? Child swap. Yeah, child swap. So what does that mean? They give you extra tickets, so you no, can they, come back. There. They give you a kid. Fast pass. They give you a kid to take on the ride, and then someone else. <laughs> yeah. takes your kid. That's what I'm understanding it to be. <laughs> no, like you get up to the front of the line, you actually get to go on the ride twice. Yeah. Because you'll go with the no. one kid, and then you go with the other kid. Yeah. So three years ago, I took my daughters to Disneyland and it was, I went on Space Mountain. That's the only ride. I went three days. I went on one ride for me and we saw Frozen play, the Frozen mm-hmm. play about four times. Yeah. And so in that way, like it was a great memory for me. Yeah. I call it selfless, even though I was at Disneyland <laughs> with my kids. It is though, because like I said, you have to find joy in their joy and you yes. do, but it's just, you have to switch that mentality where it's like, it's not about me. It's about them enjoying themselves. Like I'm creating their memories now. So, and then finally... This is the tweet. Me. What do you want to be when you grow up, bud? My son. I want to be a dad because then I can have a phone with games on it. <laughs> only dads that get was it, actually That was an actual conversation we had. And the lesson behind it was remember that they're always watching you. Like the kids will see what you do. They'll emulate what you do. And so you have to be on guard 24-7. And my kids actually do listen to Bacon Sale. Like fairly regularly. Like I, I don't let them listen to all the episodes. But like we get in the car and like, we listen to an episode of Bacon Sale? And I'm like, okay, which one can we listen to? And I'll go through and, and uh, try and pick one where Kent isn't too offensive. <laughs> but, um, but it's Sorry. like, but my son actually uh, and his cousin, they've started recording their own podcast, which I shared with you guys. And it's awesome. And so they're trying to do it. And it's funny because to hear what they're saying, I'm like, you know, they're hearing me on the show. They're, they're listening to me. They know what I talk about. They know what I put my stock in. And so I always want to make sure that, you know, they know who I am and that I'm not a different person here than I am at home, you know? So just remember so kids. Are he hits us too, guys. Okay. Yeah. With that, I have a question for Joel, both you and Abe. What kind of musical, musical TV or movie influence have you put on your kids? Oh my goodness. Because for me, my daughters listen to pop music or show tunes based on like what their mom listens to. And I'm like, okay. no, maybe we need to save mm-hmm. this for part two. Parenting I mean, part this two. is a part two, but like <laughs> I want to somehow give them an influence for good taste. Uh-huh. Not what they're not greatest showman 9,000 times. Yeah. My kids love greatest showman. Of course they do. <laughs> yeah. You give it a thumbs down in the well, bacon sale list. So my wife gets all that. <laughs> okay, Jake. My wife, uh, she gets frustrated a lot of times because the kids uh, want to listen to the same thing over and over again in the car. And I'm like, why are you in control of the radio? Because every time I get in the car, I've established the rule. And now so now I know when dad's in the car, dad's in control of the radio. And so it's like, and I do musical education with my kids. Which is uh, cool. Which I call that. I, I've talked to you guys about it before. But what I'll do 
is I have my list of like my iPod, for example, I'll go to the next artist and I'm like, okay, today we're going to learn about Credence, Credence Clearwater Revival. Mm-hmm. And so then we'll listen to a handful of songs and then I have them rate it. And then we go to the next one, the Cranberries and just going in alphabetical order. I like that. So that they're learning music and they're bored a lot of the time. But they, I think that's not alphabetical order, though. I think you went out of turn. I'd probably there. Go there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But those well, are the two. That, at least I stayed in the C's. So yeah. hey, what have you done? So, uh, well, the music thing, uh, I am proud to admit that my sons have totally taken after my taste in nice. music. Nicely done. So my son loves, uh, and it's it's a little bit frustrating for him because his friends will talk about all these rappers and things. Mm-hmm. And he's listening to Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, yeah. Death Cab, all these bands I love. And he loves cool. as well. Death Cab stuff so much more ominous when you don't put the for cutie at the end. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he loves these bands that I love and um, my 12-year-old as well. And so they will go with their friends and their friends will be talking music and they just feel kind of... No, but they're cultured. They're truly cultured, though. That's right. But I worry about it, too, because I do the same thing where my kids, uh, I, I, for example, I, I showed my kid, my son, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like he was just playing on the radio. He's like, who's this? I'm like, oh, it's Michael Jackson's Beat It. And then we listened to it. And then I said, let me show you some other song by Michael Jackson. And he became obsessed with Michael Jackson. Like he wanted a, he wanted a CD. He wanted a, a poster. He wanted a, a costume so he could dress up as Michael Jackson for Halloween. And some other kids were telling him, Michael Jackson's weird. Why would you like him? And I, I kind of feel bad sometimes that I'm like, I'm, my kids aren't listening to the most current stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. the, his friends have a good point, honestly. <laughs> well, he is. But at the same time, Michael Jackson was the coolest guy ever when I was a kid. Like, I remember that, like, just thinking he was so cool. And my son was around the same age when it happened. And I'm like, I'll let him have Michael Jackson. Let him be cool for a while. Yeah. Not, but he has, he actually knows that he, uh, no, I think it's I think it's foundation. The music's right? pretty timeless at this point. It, it is yeah. so timeless. Like I remember when we were kids, Michael Jackson was the greatest thing ever until we turned eleven, and then maybe you know he was a threat to us at that point, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't cool to like him anymore. <sighs> and then I remember you know late teens, maybe seventeen or eighteen, I, was, I rediscovered the music of Michael Jackson, and I was like, this is awesome. Why did I stop listening to this? And I'm glad I had that foundation as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and that's just it. So I want to expose my kids to all these. Just on our vacation this last time, uh, we were up at the cabin and we had uh, an internet connection and Chromecast, but I wanted to use the VHS tapes. So I showed them just a bunch of Three Stooges cartoons. And I'm like, this is just something, kind of a basic knowledge you need to know. And they weren't into it at first, but by the end they were like, can we watch another Three Stooges? And I'm like, parenting win. <laughs> and I don't know if they'll continue to watch it or even like it anymore, but at least they have At least that, they know. The, yeah. yeah, at least they know the yeah. reference. And that's kind of what... I mean, Bacon Cell is all about, we have this like vast knowledge of stuff that really doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> what do you because, yeah. <laughs> Like music, movies, and TV. You sound, sure. you sound like me now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's part of who we are. So that someone says a reference, they're like, I get that. Yes. And I want my kids to be able to do that. But at the same time, I want them to apply their, their brains to more, you know, science, technology, engineering, and math. Well, and actually still, like you were saying, have social skills so they can, you know, yeah. Be among the other yeah. children. Yes. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, I don't want my kids to have a at length conversation about Nicki Minaj to no. their friends. You know, I don't want that. <laughs> no, I want I want my kids to be able to judge other people for like Nicki Minaj, <laughs> but know enough to judge them. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yes. yes. That's, that's a good goal. That's the, that's the goal right there, Kent. I think know that's the takeaway. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You want your kids to know enough to judge other kids. <laughs> that's yeah. It's the Kent way. Well, my kids are awesome at that. <laughs> well, then you've well. succeeded as a I parent. Have. I really yeah. have. I feel good. I feel much better about myself. After after that. after hearing these guys, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Abe, do you have any parting final well, thoughts or I advice? Well, I have one story that I thought of uh, when Joel was talking about 
making sure you know they're always watching you. I was home one day by myself, or, or so I thought, and I was playing a video game, and something went wrong. I think I was playing football, mm-hmm. and I said a swear word, and my son popped up behind oh. <laughs> the couch and said, Dad! Oh. He had never heard me say anything like that. <laughs> And uh, I to this day. Wait, wait which, dude, son, which son was this? The twelve-year-old, the middle one. Yeah, the one you're having issues with. Oh, <laughs> we've got we've got to the source of the problem. I think. Here's the thing: yeah. he'll never forget that. I, I remember he'll the one never. time my dad swore. Yeah, no, so same. I was for me. mowing yeah. the lawn and I ran into a tree he just planted, and he swore, and I was like, oh. and it's still, still right yeah. now, like it happened yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you'll never forget the first time you heard your dad swear. <laughs> So I guess my takeaway is don't, don't swear. Don't swear. (laughs) (laughs) Or be careful. You're actually alone. (laughs) Check over your shoulder. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Look behind the couch. Anything else, Abe? Anything you want to share? Anything you want to plug? No, I want to say thanks because I feel like if I had only been invited once, then maybe I wasn't a great guest. (laughs) But because I was invited back, that means that maybe I was at least average. Oh, there so, you go. We'd say it was adequate. Slightly yeah, better than average. Adequate? Yeah, adequate. Yeah, exactly. We'd say it yeah. was good, but no, I'm just kidding. It, really, it was good. It was good. Sorry, I'm trying to tie it back around, but yeah. No, we, we appreciate what I was going to say. Abe, we appreciate you being here once again to talk to us, and we appreciate you, the listener, for listening to this kind of uh, different episode of Bacon Cell. Sure. It's one we've had in the pipe uh, for a while, because we knew when Jacob, uh, when we found out yeah. that Jacob was wife's going to have a baby, we were like, we could do a parenting show. Because we like to expand and try new things. So we appreciate your patience with us as we try this kind of, you know, and it's not going to become a regular thing. We're going to go back to kind of goofy stuff. As of next week, we got already got our goofy show already prepared. Yeah, oh, gosh, do we? But uh, we wanted to make sure that, you know, we uh, entertain as we educate. Yeah. And so that we hope we did that today. Bacon cell. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, at showtimeshowdown.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers, or better still, much, much wiser still, go find Abe Yosby on Twitter. He's hilarious. Cheese Boy, what is the full handle? At CheeseBoy22. At CheeseBoy22. Go yeah. right now, go on Twitter, look him up. Follow him. Uh, and also, uh, if you want some bacon sale merchandise, you know where to go. tpublic.com slash bacon sale. Uh, we got a lot of stuff there, and uh, hopefully we'll even add some new things as well. If you want to become a patron of Bacon Sale and help us out, we'll really appreciate it. We really, really will. And uh, you can get lots of more, lots more content from Bacon Sale. We do videos, and there's lots of different things that you can get. And uh, depending on what tier you go into, you can even request a show. So mm-hmm. we don't usually mention that here, but yeah. that is one of the perks. So until next time, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I can't word swap when I'm getting emotional. There was a lot of stalking. Bring me a phone! <laughs> Why didn't you tell them they did good? That work was horrendous. That work was not any good at all. Yeah. Ken says that to every one of his dates as I enjoyed watching you, and they just get creeped out. <laughs> yeah, kids are dumb. They have no concept of time. <laughs> Here's a cardboard box. Draw a house inside. <laughs> Boom. Fun. He went up into the urine tubes, as I like to call them. <laughs> Bloody Mary's our guest next week. No opening the door and no starting fires. Go get the gun, sweetie. Your this mom. is how you skin a squirrel. The tip is buy lots of poster board. That seems mean, even for justice. Told is that why my girl's smoking already? Well, it takes a big man to, to swallow their pride. Are you calling me like that? that? <laughs> <laughs> it takes, it takes a big man to swallow a whopper too. Yes, but yeah. yeah, he did it. To swallow a lot, it hurt. <laughs> <laughs>
it's not you, it was Jason at school. It's made me so mad. Because yes. now I break dance for their kids, their friends. I wear bedazzled jeans. Mm-hmm. You name it. I can be your hero, baby. I wanted to be Batman in her eyes. I'm going to find this funny eventually. You want your kids to know enough to judge other kids. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's the Kent way. You'll never forget the first time you heard your dad swear. So I may have done some light social media stalking. <laughs> like a turd in the wind. <laughs> Stinky feet don't go where we eat. <laughs>